Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Many boats and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast where we discuss and celebrate everything from the Star Wars galaxy and much, much more. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Brian Silliman. Joining me is one of the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings! Somehow, I returned. (laughs) Oh my god, thank god. But gain one, lose another... We've we've lost our our wonderful Caitlin and Bush is yes. indisposed this evening. What is happening? Um, so I don't know, but you better hold the line. <laughs> at Listen, I'm going to take a night off. All right, like I don't know why I've become the consistent one. Yeah, no, no, that is not what what Caitlin, Caitlin what I did. That's not what Caitlin's been doing. It's it's you know these are we're not just like ah, I'm taking off. That's that's not what we do here. That's not the kind no, of shit no, 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 no. We run a very uh, tight shit uh, professional for, thing. It's, yeah. It, yeah, it'd be interesting. It's okay. Well, what's a Brian Caitlin episode going to be like? It's like probably pretty boring. <laughs> no, that's probably, not true at all. Probably, probably coherent. I would say probably some uh, some musical theater going on in there. Um, but so anyway, interesting stuff last week, Matt. I must say, did you enjoy the episode, Brian? Did you enjoy episode. it? Yeah, I could tell. I could tell how much I was missed. Um, <laughs> it was. Um, it, it, it's. It's funny to me, right? Right from the beginning, how Caitlin M. Bush was just like, "Oh, this is really the inmates running the asylum because he's yes. like the father driving the car." And yes. the truth of it is, I'm like way more batshit insane than either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like so, we hold on to like you, you, you are the propel motion of the ocean. You know, the the like. inmate is always running this show. So <laughs> it, it, it's it's that's like oh well, it, uh, I don't know. There's a there's like Arkham sure there's Asylum. A, you know, yeah, a labored continuation there. If anything, it's like the Joker broke out the for that week. There you go. Um, yes. but uh, but you know, Batsy threw him back in. I guess I don't know. <laughs> oh, Batsy Bat- Battinson threw. Put, <laughs> Threw me back in here, but it, it, it was there's a, there are a couple of friends of mine who listen to the show. So one of them was telling me just this past weekend that sometimes they listen to it and they they scream at at the show when they have an answer to something I'm asking or or there's something we're missing. And I really got to experience that feeling um, with this last episode <laughs> where yeah. I think we were texting you like, you're right. I'm like, yeah. And then I just texted you. It's like, oh, by the way, it's this. Because yep. you were searching for a connection. You're like, well, that's easy. And of course, talking about Tales of the Jedi. Ahsoka is Jedi. And we can, this has been out for a week. Do we need a little spoiler thing? Uh, Do you think? A little, no, it's been out a week, but a, a little spoiler class. I'm not, we're not going to go deep, deep into it. But yeah. the, if you, if you haven't watched it yet and you really want to go in cold, just skip ahead. We'll say that. Yeah. I'll, I'll say, Matt, that, that you, I had some reactions mostly to some questions because Caitlin and Bush hadn't watched it, but you had. Yes. Um, really early <laughs> in the morning. Um, so you, you said why, why Ahsoka and Dooku for one yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as far as I can see, they're both Jedi who left the order. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I texted you. It was like, oh, by the yep. way, Asuka and, and Ahsoka and Dooku both left the order. Right. And one shows light and one shows dark. Yeah. Right. One shows yeah, the yeah. Uh, the better path. One shows the other one. Mm-hmm. And we all, we all know how that mm-hmm. worked out. Yeah. So I don't know if that's why they chose these, but. Could I mean, be, that's that's not. pretty obvious to me. And I said in last week's episode that there was probably an obvious connection that I was missing. You know, that's the big but, connection that I saw. It's, yeah, <laughs> that is it's a big that, connection. Yeah. Um, but I also you said, it's, it, is this going to be it? And I don't uh, obviously I, I'm I don't. Last time I checked, I don't work for Lucasfilm, so I'm not in on these discussions. But I would. Yeah, I would think and hope that this is the first of many seasons of this. Yeah, but you know what I want to see of this, like right away? Like, I, it was awesome to revisit the Filoni Clone Wars era and that animation and everything. I yeah. want to see that animation with like something radical that we've never seen before, like Leia's training after Return of the Jedi or oh, that's great, that's young great Ben idea. Solo. You know, like if you're going to do these two sides of the force, do young Ben Solo and Leia training after Return of the Jedi with Luke. Oh, I like, love that. Yeah, like give me that. Yeah, because you could use there's obviously you sadly can't use Carrie Fisher, but right. other actors have played that role in for animation. You could still yep. use Mark Hamill. You could totally. really get that little bit of flashback. You could also theoretically do the same with Ben Solo. You could also go way earlier. One of my favorite things about this was seeing Qui Gon as a Padawan and how yes. important he was to Dooku and how. Yeah rough that was on him and how taking him out i said we've said this before how i believe a major part of phantom menace was palpatine wanting to wipe qui-gon off the board because he didn't like that it's like because he did not like qui-gon saw too much he didn't buy into the council stuff he would have been a major problem Mm -hmm. in all of this if he had lived so i think part of why i i I almost sometimes think darth maul when he first attacks qui-gon was not even really going after the queen he was going after qui-gon first and then the queen possibly i don't know that's a a bit of might be a bit of a hot take um (laughs) but dooku did not know that and so he's like you didn't have to do that and i love that i was like well yeah i you lost an apprentice and i lost mine and I'm like, yeah, I can tell you're really broken up about it. But but <laughs> yeah. that was the young uh, Qui-Gon, that stuff was 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 some of my favorite stuff. So I think even before all that, seeing – and you had talked about in our last Matt and Brian episode, you had t- mentioned <laughs> why not do a couple High Republic stories like this. Exactly. Just like I let's see that idea. stuff. Yeah, stuff yeah. that we haven't seen before in this why animation. Stop, why stop there? Old Republic. Oh, man. Don't, don't get me started, Brian. Yeah. Don't get me started. How I about mean, legends I, like oh, Shadows of the Empire? Yeah, like, I mean, entire Shadows of the Empire. <laughs> now it has nothing to do with Jedi. Nothing has to do with Jedi. Oh, I've been waiting for that. And you know who is locked up in this prison with Cassian? One yep. Dash Samuel Rendar. <laughs> can you imagine? Um, oh man, I, I can great. actually. I know yep. that that's that's your secret wish, not so secret. <laughs> but I would surely there's going to be more because uh, this was so wonderful. Um, I I agree with you. I thought Bryce Dallas Howard did great speaking as Yaddle. If I hadn't yeah. known that that was her, I would not have thought, oh, that's Bryce Dallas Howard. Really? I, I, I think yeah. it was like pretty obvious like right away. No? No. Well, maybe. I mean, um, who's, to, who's to say? Yeah, who's to say? Um, you know. But either Yoda is from or <laughs> he's just a freak. I mean, because he still talks like that hundreds of years earlier in the High Republic. So, yeah. 
speech weirdness I have. Um, <laughs> well, no, we decided to go cuckoo. I did from young age. I have. I got to say, we heard it from a, a lot of Padawans, a lot of listeners from uh, about this because there is uh, obviously this was something that was talked about across the internet and the web uh, last week when this when this whole thing dropped. And uh, thanks for everybody to writing in and explaining. But to recap, what a lot of people said. Uh, Filoni also said that like Yoda speaks like the old Jedi, you know, because he's been he's been so old that he like yeah. speaks like his master or something. So his dialect comes from a different time. Have you heard this? Oh, so from not necessarily from another of his species, but from a Jedi that just talked like that. He's exactly. certainly, so he's older than Yaddle. He's right. much he's older, older than, Yaddle. than Yaddle. So Yaddle's yeah. cool. Yaddle's been on the TikTok. You know, she's she's been speaking. You know, she's, cool she's Republic millennial English forever. species. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. So it's not like Yoda can't talk like that. It's just he doesn't. Or yeah, maybe he exactly. doesn't. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set in my speech patterns, I am. Unable to adapt, I be. What's yeah, that? I respect that. I respect that, that he didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, I just, I just also, if, if he's just like, you know, this is my thing. It's yeah. like wearing sunglasses indoors. I'm just going to talk like this. Everyone's going to deal with it. I'm just going to be weird. It's my little gift to myself. Well, who am I to tell Yoda how to speak? I mean, he's Yoda. He Scruple I am. <laughs> um, in terms of continuity, this is a big hot ticket thing that drove a lot of people crazy. And I unfortunately went down this little rabbit hole. And I when I really, really shouldn't have on the, the new particle minefield uh, storm that is Twitter. Um, <laughs> the event and just say this for anybody who's, who is concerned. Um, in terms of continuity, and yes, I've, I've, as you know, you've been on this journey with me. I've kind of been letting go of canon, what's canon mm-hmm. and what's not, and what's it's. It's hard when you all of the shows and every movie and every book and every comic is canon. There, we this was bound to happen, where little right. things along the way were going to bounce off along each other, and you had to choose. So somewhere around where Clone Wars season seven kind of bumped up against the beginning of the Ahsoka novel. And we talked to E.K. Johnson on our previous show how she wasn't worried about it. And I was right. like, okay, then why why, why am I? And she's right. like, you know, there's a galaxy far, far away. They're all tales. It's like everyone has, you know, if you like it, if you like that version, then that's for you. If you like this, mm-hmm. then then go with what you like. Yeah. But that said, um, <laughs> taking all of that into consideration, the events of the audio drama Dooku Jedi Lost, they still scan. If you keep in mind some Dooku info that was revealed in the book Padawan, a recent book, He's, he has already left the order here in this short. So the time periods and everything that's lined up in Dooku Jedi Lost still works because Padawan says he kept going to the temple and was welcome there even after he left the order. Yoda also in Dooku Jedi Lost lets him keep his lightsaber. So he oh. visits the temple often and no one suspects him of anything. As we know from Attack of the Clones, he couldn't assassinate anyone. It's not in his character. So yeah, they don't right. even – he's with a smile. So he's like, he's not yeah. going to go in there and erase those files. It's not in his ca- – it's so that – and if, if anything, that just adds to the Jedi ignorance and, yeah, the hubris. And, and You're food. so stupid. Exactly. That is yeah. the word, the hubris. Come on. And even, but even, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Dooku didn't even think it was going to go that far. I'll erase a few files. You know, I, he was not intending to kill Yaddle, who seems, who's almost like, look, I agree. It was a raw yeah. deal. 
That's why yeah. I paid for your burgers. That's why I left the council. <laughs> yeah. Right. As for him being on the council at some point, this says, well, Windu was on the council and he wasn't. I don't know. Maybe he got in there after Windu left. Just Let's just use our imaginations and headcanons for that. The, yeah. the Dooku Qui-Gon stuff I thought was amazing. I thought, as I've already said, was some of the best. The Ahsoka novel, here, here, here's the big concern because people are really- Yeah, a lot I, I of thought, people were angry about this Yeah, one. I thought the first Ahsoka- one the very one that started everything was great. I don't know why yep. people are ups, are just they're like, oh, why do we need it? It's like, well, why do you not need that? It's 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 lovely, and I thought it was very. I don't know. There there was there was something anthropological about it. That's a stupid way of putting it. But I, I thought it was great having Janita Gavankar in there. I don't know. I thought it was very well done. And I loved the practicing episode, how Anakin has mm. taught her to do this thing that will oh, that was ultimately, great. he when he then becomes Vader, he's not going to want her to know how to do. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, thank you very much, uh, Lord Vader, for teaching her all of that. Now she's a major thorn <laughs> in my side. <laughs> but the problem that uh, many fans have is with the final one, is that this covers events that full on bigger events that happen towards the end of the Ahsoka novel where Ahsoka takes on an Inquisitor. This is how she gets the kyber crystals for her new lightsabers. We do, They don't show it, but she turns them to her will. She turns them from blood red to white. Um, they don't show that part. It was very cool. Where And Clancy mm. Brown, uh, voice of oh, Savage, uh, yeah. is great. Savage. He is the imprivator. And the mask, I almost thought it was Revan for a second. I mean, a lot of people thought that. I think. Yeah, yeah, and and it's not. It's, yeah, it's that's not. not sound. I even know got, that. We, yeah. we got to be very careful <laughs> with that name. Um, so so yes, it kind of it, this is a con- really condensed version of these of, of many chapters in the Ahsoka novel, including how she runs into Bail Organa again. I don't have a problem with that. There is one thing though that people are upset about. That not only do I understand, I I, th- I also think it was a wrong choice, and that's very rare for me to not just go with it, mm-hmm. especially when Dave Filoni's involved. Um, there's a character in the book named Caden, and she is black. Um, she is queer. Has a little bit of a thing for Ahsoka, and mm-hmm. in this version of the story, they just make her a white girl unnamed white girl. Mm. So the character of Caden is was in that in that book years ago was very important to a lot of fans. And I don't see a reason not to I mean just to wipe wipe her aside and just not to just completely replace her with a not a generic character but just why yeah there's no like sense. why why do that? I I really I I I mean from Corporate overlords looking down on this, I can see a directive coming from Studio Notes, the movie, saying, yes, change this. And and fans of the character, she's still there in the book. Um, it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that she was just ignored or just not done in the show. I think that is not yeah, only they could have found a way to do that. A valid criticism and objection. It's one that I share. I think that was the wrong I think that was a wrong move. And I think that was Weird. that was not only that, but foolish. And it doesn't. The why doesn't matter. I think. I think it. It does. It doesn't really make sense to me. So, but aside from that, was the one, like 
what the hell? Why? Yeah. Why do that? Yeah, it, it's a shame the publishing side just continues to kind of get shafted here. Not, you know, not in terms always. Of canon. Not always, yeah, not but always, like it's, it's, it's the first still, thing that they could easily kind of just like uh, I don't know, write off. You still get you still get your Cobb Vanth. You still get oh, yeah. There's there they've done a lot bringing. Well, that's the, what I'm saying. People, they could have had this character in a smaller way, but still yeah, exist. As, you know exactly. And yeah. people were bringing it up. Well, they did it with the Caden comic too. It's like yes, but that's. Um, it, it's just that that really doesn't bother me either as much. It's a it's a little unfortunate, but it's you know I still have the kid. Yeah. You can read either one. This it's this is a bigger deal. It just is, yeah. and it's interesting when you get to the fir- that the first time it's f- character like this is fully replaced. It happens to be black and queer, and yeah, that's mm, yeah, it's it, it, you know yeah, it's not not a good look. For Disney, especially. No, not a good look. In light of everything that's happened thus far. In light of everything, it's, um, you know, not a good look. Not a good look. Not a good look. Not a good look. Not a good look, Mix. Yeah, not a good look, Mickey. Oh, oh, gotta take it out. Oh, oh, Um. Anyway, so just in case any of our fans are lamenting um, Caden's erasure or anything, um, we're we're with you on that. We agree. I'm sure that's a huge comfort <laughs> to you. Um, but in, in terms of in terms of, in in my head, that story will always will always still be Caden, and hopefully she'll maybe she'll find her way into another story. Who knows? But you know who's this is a terrible transition. But you know who's finding their way back into a story uh, found oh, yeah, on the side of, of the that, of yeah. the Queensboro Bridge. Uh, just Queensboro. last week was our reprogrammed Imperial interrogator droid AZ-00, also called a zoo. Uh, okay, um, whatever <laughs> Caitlin said last week, uh, she just powered me down and threw me out of a house, out of a taxi cab, and I woke up on the side of a bridge. Get out of here. And, you know, my programming led me back to this one here, so now I'm back at his house, and, like... Oh, man. I, I, you know, he has me powered down in the closet most of the time. Yes, that's true. I, um... Well, yeah, I'd imagine you you need the rest, Azu, especially from being left for dead at the side of the Queensboro Bridge. You know, I wasn't in your episode last week. I was ready to be, and then Caitlin threw me out the house and then lied about it because I heard. I mean, this, and then you know I'm forced to watch a weird movie with this one here. He makes me watch this thing last night. Okay, okay. This. What'd is, you watch? What was it? I well, for for one thing, a zoo. Okay. What was the weird I movie? I didn't. I didn't. Okay, it's called Three Thousand Years of Longing with Tilda oh, Swinton. Oh yeah! And I wanted to see that. I- Idris yeah. Elba, directed by George Miller. I like it. Whatever it is, I'm sure it has an interesting story. It's yeah. and it's incredible, but um, okay, Azu, I didn't force you to watch it. I didn't. I also didn't invite you to watch it. Yeah. I had it on and was enjoying it myself, and you decide yeah. to badger me nonstop. So you ended up seeing a love. Uh, no, you know that's. I remember the story differently, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was weird. You know, there's not. I thought it would be like Fury Road. And it wasn't a lot like Fury Road. It wasn't even no. like Babe. So, uh, but you do you. You made Babe? That little pig. He wrote Babe, yeah. Wow. Can you believe it? Because he, because wow. Did, wow. Did Mad Max Fury Road <laughs> wrote Babe. Well, that's my new favorite cocktail party yeah. tidbit. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're welcome, Matt Romano, and that'll <laughs> do a zoo. <laughs> okay, just float. Just Bye. All right, see you, Azu. Good stop, to have you back. Azu, stop. Concerned. Yeah. Stop for your well-being. poking me. Just get over there. 
Oh, so man, Gazula, you, yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. is every well, day. Good, to, good to have him back. Yeah, uh, never have your droids left on a bridge for a week by one of your podcast co-hosts. That is the moral of this story. <laughs> we're recording on November second, twenty twenty-two, and we're ready to jump into the latest episode of Andor. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. But before we do, Matt, what do you say we toss it to ourselves for a little news on the march? News on the mark. So just some quick news. This isn't big, but yeah. I know you're uh it's it's Lego related. Lego's Star Wars Skywalker Saga, the yes. game, finally yeah. getting some DLC in the form of character packs. Whoa. Now the good thing, and and probably listeners already know this, but if you happen to already own this game, you do not need to repurchase the entire game. You can just buy these DLC packs or buy them in a season pass, and they'll be added throughout the month. Um, two of them are already out, two more in the middle of the month, and then two more at the end. And I think it's something like 15, and you'll get all of them. Um, mm. So here's what we're looking at. The first okay. two are out. We got... The first one is is uh, characters from Lego Summer Vacation. Um, <laughs> okay. So in, yes. <laughs> in case everybody really, <laughs> really wanted that, um, yeah. and a pack from the for the Clone Wars. So yes, sir. Um, okay. So characters like uh, Savage Dumb Press, uh, Asajj Ventress, and more. That's really okay. exciting. Okay, that's um, exciting. New other packs coming, as I said, over the course of this month. Obi-Wan Kenobi, including characters okay. from that, which Great. will include Reva, Sad Obi-Wan, and more. Rebels, Ooh. which will oh. include Sabine, Ezra, Kanan, not that's Chopper fun. or okay. Zeb, but no, Thrawn. Not yet. I'm excited about Ooh. the Thrawn. Okay. Uh, Book of Boba Fett, so going to get Chrysanthemum. <laughs> And, nice. Okay. And some others that we don't. Not the not the Moss Vespa gang, but uh, I was but just going to ask. No, come on. And, no, and, but and also a pack uh, for Andor. Yes. So Matt, you will be able <laughs> yes. to live your dream of going to Lego Chalman's Cantina with Lego Cyril Karn and yes. Lego Peli Motto. You know, oh. both of which are confirmed characters. Can you, I mean, it's like all my dreams come true. I'm just going to sit there, have a, a bowl of the blue Cocoa Puffs, and uh, I don't know, do some weird stuff with Pelly Motto. You, you know what I'm you, talking You're about. still down to clown yeah. for Cyril Karn. Absolutely. You're out of your so mind. I, love I, I never even thought, can, like, the, the, you just reminded me of why I love Star Wars, that I could sit down in a cantina at some point in time with Cyril and Pelly. Can you believe, yep. look at that? Those are two characters that exist in the same And, and then universe. I can try and, and yeah. then jump on the other controller and then bring Savage in uh, or, or Asajj. <laughs> but you know what? Asajj ventures in to just level Cyril Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. But but uh, unfortunately, there's no, uh, there's no news about any new levels being added, which, mm-hmm. I mean, this is very nice, but I would, I would pay a, you know, 20 or so for some Mandalorian levels or some. Yeah, but it's the Skywalker saga. It's yeah, tough. It's, yeah. It's tough I mean, to put that in you, there. you are, yeah. you do have me there. Uh, <laughs> I have you but, there. You know, Solo yeah. or Rogue One. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. It is the Sky Skywalker saga. Um, if it was this show, they'd they'd have you It'd know cool. probably probably a Top Gun level. Um, and that has been <laughs> news on the march. With that, we're going to charge into episode nine of Andor. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Now, this episode is brand new and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that we're about to get into severe spoiler territory. I spent 
most of this week personally talking to Werner Herzog on the phone. He is not listening, much like people in this episode. Um, so I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. I mean, it, it's, it's sad that it's still going on. It's like, I, like, are, do we send lawyers to a room every no, single day? It's 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 no, personal okay. now. It's personal. Okay, okay, okay. Because um, like that would be a lot of money. Yeah. I'm still I'm still working on it. But I but Matt, I have an yeah. exciting replacement this week. Okay. Ooh, another um, uh, character from our past. No, yeah. it's not. It's actually what? not. It's um. You you heard of the band Chubba Wamba? Yes. Yes. I have. You know uh-huh. I happen to be friends with them. Um. Did oh. you know that? <laughs> really. Yeah, it's not something okay. I broadcast around, but I was actually traveling with them for about half a year, many years ago, and they have agreed to do a special <laughs> sung introduction to the spoiler clacks in this week. Are you ready for it? I, I mean, I, I'm ecstatic. I love Chumbawamba. I'm a huge okay. 90s, you know, alternative band. Well, I'm, I'm sending yeah. you the track now. Yep. And play it. I get no doubt that I get that sounds a lot like just that regular song that they always play. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, um, I'm still trying to just wrap my head around this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, you know that song's about uh, you know some stuff. You should look it up. Yeah. I, okay. Well. <laughs> well, this sucks. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, sound the spoiler, Claxon, and um, and what what is there, Matt Romano? There is a clear order that you should watch Andor, Episode 9, Season 1, and listen to our podcast. Okay, here we go again. Punch it! We've all done terrible things on behalf of the Rebellion. Wouldn't you rather give it all at once to something real? Andor, Season 1, Episode 9, released on Disney Plus on November 2nd, 2022, directed by Toby Haynes and written by Bo Willeman, title, Nobody's Listening! Exclamation mark. Which could also <laughs> that, be the title of my autobiography <laughs> and the new title of this podcast after this episode. Ah, you um, beat me to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we're, I, and I know you guys talked about this prison last week, but we're back in the yeah. worst prison ever. And as if That's you right. needed any more convincing of how awful and fascist the Empire truly is. They give us this squid game face-off combo prison. Yeah. That somebody, it was, was, I don't mean to take another gig at Galactic Star Cruiser, but someone posted pictures of Galactic Star Cruiser and the bunks in the prison (laughs) side by (laughs) side. Are they like the same? They're like exactly the same. They kind of look the same. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. Where where flavor (laughs) is your... Is your reward is your benefit, for a, is your yeah, reward? Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, yeah. oh man. But um, this is, and I assume you talked about this character, but you know how much I love him, so I just have to just lose. If you, we didn't even, me. yeah, we didn't talk enough about this character. Honestly. I just have to lose my shit yeah. because the legend Andy Circus, yep. when he popped up last week, I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. so happy. I had no idea this was coming. I don't think anybody did. And just no. to nip this in the bud, no, he is not Snoke. <laughs> this is not a Snoke <laughs> origin. This is nothing to do with Snoke. Can you He's imagine even said, he falls like in a vat during the breakout? That's yeah, eventually going to happen. You just see the like, hand come ah! up and it starts yeah. playing Danny Elfman Joker music. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you drop me in that vat of chemicals. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it's... um. 
he's he's one of my favorite actors. He can do it all. Uh, obviously, oh, yeah. listeners will know him from Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Will know him from the Planet of the Apes movies. Know him from King Kong, but he's also um, not, not and Supreme Leader Snoke in Star Wars, but also as himself Ulysses Claw in Black Panther yeah. and mm-hmm. so many other movies. But more than anything, every listener will remember him as one of the best supporting characters in 13 going on 30, Matt, hit me with some air horns. (laughs) Whoa, is that true? Yeah, he's like Jennifer Garner's boss. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) All right. Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? That wasn't even where he started. Like, he'd been working. (laughs) I think he'd already done 24-hour party people. He'd already done some stuff, and he just popped up in that. I think he just—I oh, mean, I'd want to—I'd want to be in that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a um, great movie. Ruffalo's in there, and Garner. Yeah, come on, Judy yeah, Greer. Classic. What's not to what's yeah. not to like? Come on, um, it's fun. fun. Come on, come on. Uh, but great. you know how much I love Andy Serkis. So to see him yes. pop up in here, and and he was like, "Oh, is he gonna take it or not?" And like a lot of these actors, I think he just needed to look at the script, and oh was yeah, like, instant yes. And you guys already touched on the indoctrination of Cassian and how creepily that that fast forward was. He's like, oh, I don't know about prison. He's like, prison. Yeah, it's the place to be. (laughs) And we see, I thought he was kind of going true believer last week, but we see Mm. this week, not really. He's kind of casing everything. He's counting the guards. Him and Melshi. From who I know you mentioned, um, yep. great to see him enter enter this story. Yeah, the, the sign language across the tubes. He's like, what are they saying? He's yep. getting into this. He's counting the guards, and when he ha- he has this moment of talking across the hall, he's trying he he's trying to get um, circus is playing a character, Kino Loy. He's trying right. to get him on his side, or at least get him involved. And it's a, such a it, it's horribly evil. And it's something that's done mm-hmm. in the real world in using prisoners to do your dirty work because yep. give them a little scrap of power and they'll do all of the bad stuff for you. So, right. and that's the case here, of course, but he's just not hearing it. Cassian's trying to tell him it's, you know, you, cause he knows more than anything about this particular floor. You know that he does. So he would be a great get for Cassian if he could mm-hmm. get, he has all the information that he wants. And so he tries talking to him and, and he's and he's like, no, you know, they could be listening. He turns around and that's where Cassian's like, they don't care what we say. Nobody's listening. Nobody Nobody's cares. listening. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. And we're like, by the end of the episode, he's so concerned with the health of one prisoner, Olaf. And do you know, by the way, do you know who Olaf is? He looks so freaking familiar and I know you're going to say it and it's yeah. just going to blow my mind. I know who he Here's is. Why. I know he is. We've already yeah. mentioned the movie that you'll recognize him from yep his name is actor christopher fairbank and among other credits he is in batman 89 he's the criminal towards the very beginning that keaton says i'm batman too yeah whoa look johnny gubbs got whacked and took a work no big loss is that That why i like i knew he looked so familiar do you want other stuff too do you yeah. want a cut of this money or not? Now shut up. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, no, I think, that's him. He, and he's been in a lot of stuff, but that's where I, of course, yeah. like that. He's impr- those scenes are imprinted on my brain. Oh, yeah. Every Batman movie should open like that, by the way. Should have yeah. the same. And, and just same with, with him, with, yeah. with, uh, with Olaf. <laughs> um, 
And it turns out, and I'm not going to go through this whole thing, but I just found this fascinating, is Olaf mm-hmm. is close to getting out, and he's obviously unwell physically, but he's driven to the point where he has a massive stroke. We had a heart attack a couple episodes ago. Now we have a stroke in Star Wars. Yeah. Cannon, cannon, fire. <laughs> Unfor- unfortunately. Yeah. And so they find out, well, what's happening on level two? Well, they find out at the same time as, as Olaf dies that a, there was a, an entire disarray, re, pretty much rebellion into because someone from another floor who was supposed to get out was brought there. So they find out, okay, they say you're going to get out. No one leaves. No right. one ever leaves. They just get moved somewhere else or something like that. And when Olaf, and, and meanwhile, this whole episode is like Cassian is just probing Kino a little bit. Kino will have nothing to do with it. Olaf dies. Kino hears this. And the two of them just start walking down the hall and Cassian asks him how many guards at any given moment. And with this look on his face that just is out for blood and a completely different man, Circus just says, Never more than 12. Credits. I don't, was that It was just amazing. bone yeah. chilling or what? Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, the, the whole... The, the the whole storyline here and the thread that they weaved. When you think back to 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 Olaf, like Olaf was like about to get out. Olaf had like twenty nine or thirty shifts left or something. And this is something that Kino very much like wants for himself. That's why he's you know he's taken this role as the leader of the of the room, and that's why he's willing to do the things he's willing to do because he believes that if he just does the right thing, he's going to get out. And yeah. when he looked at Olaf, like that was that he that was like his future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and then Olaf. Olaf started doing the plots to all of these different movies, but <laughs> yeah, it's sounding Olaf, like whatever. Josh Gad. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I did Olaf, that. Olaf. I did that before. No, it's it's it's. <laughs> could you imagine if they mixed up those characters? Hi, everyone. I'm Olaf, and I like warm hugs. Oh my God! Well, it's it's like, dizzy, what am I you know? doing in yeah, Frozen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's but it's in, it's really fascinating here when you think about that like at that moment when like he sees that 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 opportunity is gone and he's never going to get that and he says yeah. never more than 12 you kind of get the sense that he's been thinking about this for a while he's already he's also thought he, about this yeah you know he knows you know and not he, only he knows is, not only is this guy dead but he's never getting out the the system was stacked against them from the beginning right and so exactly. you were what you were already said the thing he was working on is a lie Yes. And he's been a part, he's been complicit in that lie. He's been part of it. He's been duped and he has the info locked and loaded. And this is this whole thing called nobody's listening. And throughout this, you see nobody's listening. Yeah. It's like, he's listening. And it's, yeah. what does it take to shake you, to shake someone out of not only complacency, but being a part of the system? Will you yeah, tolerate yeah, yeah. this? As you said, what will get you off the bench? Not just what mm-hmm. will make you listen, but what will cause you to take action? It's something that we see in Star Wars all the time. It's a huge yep. part of Star Wars. But yeah. that this is his moment. And in an episode called this, nobody's listening, that he's listening now. And not only that, he is out for blood. Give me the line one more time. Never more than 12. Uh, it's, yeah, like they, it's like, it's like where's, the, where's the closest rec room where we can start <laughs> plotting? And yeah, I also... Yeah. Tell, tell me, Matt Romano, if you agree with this. I think he also. I, I'm assuming next week is the is the prison escape. The prison. Oh yeah. Break. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and the thing, like with the, with the, how they're like staking the joint now, and Cassian is starting to like make friends at other tables, and you know, counts the weapons. They know about the floor, and 
and Kino has even said has said multiple times there's got to be a reason for this that he's in charge of 49 men. They keep repeating that. Well, you know what? 49 is a bigger number than 12. So I have a feeling mm. if the, all these people work together, they're going to storm the hell out of here. And if you go up level by level, you're just going to have more and more men and less and less guards. Yep. And it's, it's going to be quite as, the show. As you go, get the Crocs off of the guards. Yeah, get all the Put Crocs. Yeah. Get, get get the Nike. No, they're Nike yeah, boots. I thought they were Nike. Nike. They're the, the Back to the Future Nikes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's what Power they are. laces. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> When did you become the fit? No, strip the guards. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Strip yep. the guards of their clothes. Wrap those around your your feet. If if yep. you you you're if not, not lucky enough, guys, enough to yeah. get a pair of the of the knee yeah. Ks. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so just keep working your way, way up that way. No, I agree. I also am pretty sure that this has marked Kino for death. Kino is not going to live through the next episode. Breaks my it's, heart, but I uh, I think you're right. Yeah, Andy Circus is a busy guy. I can see him. He's a busy guy. Yeah, yeah, three yeah, yeah, three yeah. episodes contained yeah. to this set, and then yeah, uh, yeah, he's still because they so. do so much with the Imaginarium, um, and his and his digital puppetry pioneering. He's oh yeah, he, it's more, he around. yeah. Yeah, this will so, be the last time we see him for sure. Maybe in the in the flesh, you know. I but. hope I hope not. I I, I would yeah. love Keno Lloyd to live and come back and. Robin Hood too. I said, "Hey, yeah," um, <laughs> but yep. I don't know. Um, I and the only ones I think we, we are guaranteed to get out is Cassian and Melshi, and I'm just assuming yep. that Melshi and Cassian are ready to join the larger rebellion now. Well, I can't wait to see how not let alone just Cassian and Melshi, but like how are they all getting out of there? Like, you know, all these guys, I can't imagine there's a bunch of just TIE fighters sitting around like a thousand TIE fighters you know, for everybody. Yeah, you know? I mean, they don't they seem to this prison as as good as the defenses are. It seems to be kind of, well, they got the floor and they got the guards and they got, yep. you, you know, having the 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 inmates themselves do a lot of the dirty work. They might not have a lot of defenses like that or TIE fighters flying around. They're like, well, what's going to happen? They're never going to break out. This is an impenetrable system. It's There's no thermal exhaust port. They can't exploit this. They're, they're so exactly. big and bad. What are they going to do? Well, it goes back to Cassian's whole point this entire series thus far and the title of the episode – they are not listening. The Empire doesn't yeah. see this as risks. See, doesn't they don't see any of these people as risks. That's why they don't listen to them. That's why they're all lying to them about like getting out of there and doing the fair getting the fair shake. You yeah. know, it they just don't give a damn about these people. And that's what Cassin is trying to wake everybody up to realize that, you know, they've got to band together against these people. It's time for everybody, not only in this prison, but everywhere to start banging on the, yeah, the things. Yeah, exactly. Banging the on reckoning. the pots. We saw that That's in the beginning. Right. And I think by the, the Ferrex, end of yep. this season, if not this, sh- if, if at least this show, if not this season, ah, we will see so that, good. that yeah. writ large. Um, yeah. But m- before I get to my ne- follow up question, Matt, how long do you think you'd last in this prison? <laughs> Let me tell you, I look like uh, Olaf very quickly. Like I would like the the snowman, not the snowman. The guy at the table. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. already close, but yeah, um, yeah. It, it, I don't want to. I, I look like the freaking reindeer. Um, so, yeah. w- w- but but not long. I don't I, think I, so. I, yeah. I would like to think I I was Cassian, who's obviously like you know taking a leadership role, making the best out of everything. Like he's he's really you know he's ready to get out of there. I, yeah, I wish no, I would have. Cassian's conviction. <laughs> if, if, Kate, if if you and I were in there and Caitlin was in there, we'd be fine. 
Oh, yeah, Caitlin would get us out. Caitlin would be in the Cassian role. You'd probably live. I would die on the way out, but I'd I'd be useful. You'd be pretending to be Andy Serkis, you know? Like, just doing it. No, I would not. uh, Who knows what we're all capable of when pushed to it? (laughs) Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Just give me that line one more time. Never more than 12. Mm, so so good. That's the stuff. Uh, But you know who in the Empire is listening? Matt Romano. Mm. Who who? really puts her ahead, who is listening to every Uh, little detail. Dedra. Dedra Miro. (laughs) Dedra. Dedra. Dedra Miro has a problem with you. Um, She is terrifying. Yeah. And the whole interrogation with Bix at the beginning of this episode... These two were extraordinary in this. Oh, yeah. Denise Guff and Adria Arjona. They're going to have to give out a lot episode. of awards, you know, oh, I think, in this man. show. She's like, so what are you going to do? A, are you a fish or are you a thief? And mm. some the lines like, the worst thing you can do is bore me. And she just had yep. this purr. And it's realized because she's interested in all these little details that all of the rest of the ISB would miss. And I realized she's, she's not a Tarkin. She's a Thrawn. Ooh. And that makes her dangerous, doesn't it? Yeah. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Thrawn. Maybe it's Thrawn. Wow. It's my new Dead Romero song. Do you like it? great. Anyway, yeah, but she is. She terrified me in the scene. General thoughts about this interrogation, Matt Romano. Oh, I really thought this was super interesting. For a moment, I thought we were going to get an interrogator droid, and that was just going to So did I, yeah, and she took out a a VR headset instead. Yeah, that she took out those headphones instead. That that plays screaming, dying alien children. Yeah, terrifying, terrifying. Screaming, dying alien children that trigger something in your brain and make you freak out. Yeah, Yeah, I was wondering if that's what they were playing for Chewbacca, a modified version of that in Empire Strikes Back. They're playing that sound, and he's screaming, and like, stop the Nickelback. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> hey, they're not that bad, you know. And they're not. They're 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 yeah, yeah. Co- they're making <laughs> they're okay. a comeback yeah. thanks to they're TikTok. Making a comeback, then it go back. It's yeah. still the jokes die, you know. After yeah, right, right, the right. band comes back, yeah, famous yeah. saying, famous phrase. Yeah, um, yeah. Look at this photograph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but you know what I love is Bix didn't fully crack. She gave up a little, but she didn't give up nearly as much. And I, I uh, aside from just loving Bix, I love that Miro comes out of this and she's like, "Well, hang that guy." And keep her around. They're also keeping keeping Marva around. So yeah. it was it was just terrifying in her. Yep. Not only for what it means, but wow, do I not want to be in a room with her? It really makes you think between what they're doing to Bix and now they're going to hang Pack or Pock. Yeah, he, he runs the hotel, you know. And and then and then with Marva, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, who's going to be the catalyst that you know sets off like the spark on Ferrix? You know, because like, yeah, they're all tr- a they're moment trying to coming. Get- they keep saying Axis. They're trying to get to the Axis, which is I, – yeah. I, I thought they'd be saying Fulcrum, but they're not they, – they don't know that. They yet. don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, who I'm assuming is Luthen or, and or Clea, his assistant. Yeah. It's one, of, one of the two, probably Luthen, who's not in this episode. First – no, not the first one oh, without yeah. him. The, the very yeah. first one didn't have him. Um, yep. But interesting to see if, if he's going to come to the prison rescue or, or mm. do – or just stay in his – Stay with his wig on. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So we have uh, our our weekly Mon Mothma. Um, Ah, I love her. Surprise. Perrin sucks. 
Um, and <laughs> I, I didn't get to comment on this last week, but that it was an arranged marriage. It was an early betrothal. I was like, wow, Shandrilla sucks. Yeah, yeah, we, we we briefly talked about that at the end of the discussion, but yeah, like it it totally sucks. Absolutely, are you surprised? I hope after the Galactic yeah. Civil War is over and she's Chancellor, she kind of makes some changes. Chandrilla. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling she already has. Actually, I have a feeling yeah. she's a uh, you know. I I know kinda. you guys went into a little bit, but you'd had a, a please a few, no yeah. few too many squigs. Yeah, um, we had a few too many squigs. It was getting a little. I think uh, all of Chandrilla just is probably like District One in Hunger Games or something. <laughs> That's not a that great sucks. reference, but it's like yeah. the squigs reminded me totally. It's like, and then we vomit them up so we can drink more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. These people are starving. Well, and it looks like a place, it makes a lot of sense because like Mon has grown to like detest all of that. And she's seen it firsthand how power corrupts and greed corrupts and, you know, they're not helping anybody. So I don't know. It's kind of, she's a, she's a byproduct of, of her environment, I guess. So I think we've touched on this before, but what do you think is driving her to make these dangerous choices? Guilt? Yeah, I mean, we very it very well could be that now. Now that you see that Chandrilla is Chandrilla, Chandrilla, yeah, again, like like Kino has been possibly you know a part of the system that she's fighting against has had a moment of awakening yep. at some point and realized, yeah, not only can go. I not part, I've been complicit in this my whole life. I have to now take action against it. And that happened during the Clone Wars. I mean, she was yeah. on a like on, on anti all of this stuff then. So this happened a while ago. But still. Right. Yeah. It's um But still. The Clone Wars know? era Mothma was not dealing with things that she's dealing with now in this house where <laughs> no, Vel, no, cousin no, Vel stops by to give her daughter cousin a dress. Cousin Vel, cannon cannon fire. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's not. Uh, it's she, she's pretending to be her cousin, I imagine. Um, oh, but it's yeah, just maybe, a means yeah. to talk to her. <laughs> but I don't, because here's why. Because I did you get a, a hint of romance between Mon Mothma and Vel? Or am I reading no, this? Completely I, no, no, honestly, but you, you know, you, I, you could be reading it right because honestly, I didn't question the fact that she wasn't Mon's cousin. Well, you know, I, I, I immediately know was like, oh, that's the connection to you know, Shandrilla could be pretty much Targaryen planet for all we know and yeah, be like, yeah, oh, no. only cousins? No problem. Well, well, and all, but yeah, <laughs> that would be a little intense, I think. Uh, it's like, but, oh, uh, ignore that one-eyed guy on that dragon. You guys, you two can marry. It's fine. Yeah, but we know from last week that Vel is like a spoiled rich girl and now we know Shindrella is this, you know, spoiled rich planet. So, I mean, that fit for me. But, you know, I, I had thought that Luthen might be Vel's fa- father. You know, and and maybe that's still the case. Oh, maybe wow, Luthen is Mon's brother. You know, maybe they are all connected that way. Who knows? Why did I read this wrong? If if that's if they're actually cousins, I really yeah. read that wrong because I thought there was a little <laughs> bit of a a spark. Oh, wow! That was just family love, Brian. That's just the love between cousins. You have cousins? Yes. Okay, then and there you go. Wonderful. Do you hug them like that? No. <laughs> Moving on, anyway. Um, so now I kind of want, okay, well, somebody write more about Chandrilla and how much yeah. how it's like, if it's a, like a medieval stuck in the past total shit planet, <laughs> then yeah, it's like, like yeah, but, say, yeah, but you know what we don't do is like, is we're kind yeah. of against the empire and we have a good senator, we don't blow people up. So not so right. bad. Um, yeah, but it's almost like like that's not the senator they would choose because Mon is being you know well that's not true. Yeah, well, who because knows Mon how they choose there. it? It could yeah, be a lottery on that planet. It's like <laughs> yeah. Naboo they they democratically elect queens for like two years. 
So exactly. Who the, right. who the sh- knows? Um, <laughs> they have a six-year election cycle, but you only have the post for two years. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't make oh, any sense. Wow, I can't believe how wrong I was. I, I feel like, okay, yeah. cue the, uh, okay, I was wrong. However. No, no, however, just be wrong. Just stand there and you're wrong. Listen, be wrong and get used to it. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know. You might be right, but I think you're wrong. I really, I really read that so badly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed. But this is still <laughs> going on and, and Mon Mothma's just still in this cage. And I'm, I'm wondering how much longer this can continue before she just gets out of all of this and says bye and Luthen spring the, the before the jig is up the and she has to formally just go and join the and become the secret cargo that we know she's eventually going to be on rebels yeah. but also we see her in the senate and if we want to talk about nobody's listening they're not listening to a word she's she's playing her her late latest please nobody is listening and yeah hardly anyone's there and they're just shutting their pods down while she's talking. They're just leaving. It's funny how the Senate like looks like you know just like dusty and old in these shots, and like the the majesty is gone. And as oh, as you see the pods yeah. turning off, it's just like this is the like, end okay, of that. You know, boring. Yep. And you hear people. You can hear people cheering. You can hear people booing. You know, it's like they're obviously. You know, some people are still trying to save the republic. Some are just giving up. I don't know. It's not looking good in the and, Senate. You you might say nobody's listening. Nobody's and, listening. That's what you might say. Unlike unlike <laughs> Frazier. Um, yeah. And, and and it reminded me of the line in the Imperial Senate will not sit still for this. When they hear mm-hmm. it, I'm pretty sure they'll sit still for it. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure there's nobody there. There's like a ghost light on. There's one guy that's like, oh, do you have something? Do you have senatorial business? Well, I'd be happy to help you. I'm a senator. <laughs> exactly. Senator Is that who it is? Yeah. <laughs> Please to meet you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and don't get me started about Shandrill and Customs. We'll be here the next Tuesday. Oh, boy. And the other thing I, I'm just waiting to see with this Mon Mothma situation, because it's obviously going to, like, there's a fuse has been lit. Something's going to bubble over soon. Yeah. And you got Perrin, who is obviously very jealous of Tay, Coloma, they have this this debt problem now. They're trying to hide money. You know, something's coming to a head here. And I'm, I'm afraid what Perrin's going to do with uh, Tay Coloma, to be honest. You know, I think he's a little jealous. He thinks they're having an affair. I, I, I'm worried about the daughter as well. Because the yeah, daughter, yep. it could be the story similar to Leia, Princess of Alderaan. If Leia thinks that Tay Coloma and Mon Mothma are having an affair or something, she could tell Perrin. Perrin could be like, no, it's not that, but maybe it's this. And all all it will take is one call to the ISB, and we've yep. got trouble. Oh, we got trouble, my friend. Right here, Coruscant City. Yeah, it doesn't rhyme with pool. It rhymes with sedition. And <laughs> at least that's what they're going to say. And yeah. that's the that's the earlier version of the song. Mm-hmm. Starts with S and rhymes with addition and sounds like sedition. That sounds like sedition. <laughs> And, and it's worth mentioning also that Mon Mothma's getting her hands dirty a little bit because Takeoma has to yeah. work with someone who Davo, um, someone yeah. who Mon Mothma describes as a thug, and I got the impression he could be a gangster, like a Chandrillian yeah. gangster or something, and someone she ordinarily would not mix with. But she's got to get her hands dirty with some, you know, big boy caprice, Ooh, poorly owned money. 
Oh, I hope it's you, a hut. You think? Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine if it was? <laughs> if they worked for a hut, or uh, if it was like, it. or if it yeah. turns out they work for for Mayor McCheese <laughs> <or> something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or yeah. or the uh, or the mayor's yeah. major domo, and he comes back. Yeah, um, yep, yep. more book of Boba origin Fett story. Yeah, yeah, more continuity. <laughs> Because I just watched the sixth episode of that series before we started recording, and it was delightful. I had a delightful Fantastic. time. Fantastic. Great. Remember Ma- Mayor, Ma- Mayor McCheese, Mayor Mokshaiz? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Lo- we had Lord, such a good time. Lord, how, uh, the, year, how the year has flown by. How are we, how are we talking ago. about Mayor McCheese at the beginning of the year, <laughs> and now we're talking about <laughs> this prison and, like, the heaviest adult that Star Wars has ever laid. It's down. a different program for sure. Yeah, that's the that is the what other <laughs> what other I don't want to say franchise, but storytelling experience could give that to you. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. None of them. None of it. <laughs> um, so anyway, Perrin sucks, but we're not going to play. What didn't I miss this week? Because this okay. show really, th- there wasn't anything really aside from there a couple wasn't of references a lot. that I'll no. just throw out. Yeah. It's not, this show is just not about Easter eggs and who popped up and, you know, but yep. it, it's it's nice when that happens. And we'll, if there's enough, we, we will play it. They, they do make a, a reference to Kafreen, which um, we visit the ring of Kafreen is in the in Rogue One. It's the planet we first meet Cassian for the very first time in Rogue One, actually, where he shoots that dude. Um, oh, yeah. The, okay. the yep. Ring of Kefreen. So I'm assuming yep. that's what they're referencing. There's always, did you notice the cutaway from Bix's torture? It cuts away at such an angle and then picks up with an Imperial, Imperial officer and Alonko walking down the hallway. It's very similar to a cutaway from Leia and Dr. Ball. In a new home. I was just gonna say that's the same the same interrogation room cut. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like the yeah, same homage motion. There. A little homage. But do you, yeah. you don't think I'm 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 str- I'm making stretch? No, I don't think you're stretching. I, I got I got that too. I, I got that same vibe. Oh, nice. Yeah. Samesies. Samesies. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> we're we're uh, <laughs> noticing Cut Brothers. Okay. Yeah, but it, it's really um, and some I know some are thinking maybe they'll use this show to introduce Thrawn, which. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do. I, no. I, I'd say it's Moff Gideon was involved at the ISB around mm. this time. That'd be cool. I don't. I don't it would be cool. Digital Tarkin coming out. Yeah. I, I don't see them them doing Moff Gideon or something like that. I. I it's just not the show it, for it. I just no. don't think they're going to just put people in. I mean, yeah, like uh, Admiral Lauren was like a very the, probably the deepest cuts of people you're going to see. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think they're going to keep it with who we have. And, yeah, and honestly, that's, well, oh, so-and-so might might show up is um is really not why. Well, and we got Andor Season so 2, and who knows but what they'll do know, to bridge the gap what, there. I mean, who knows? what could, Anything could happen. Yeah, anything could happen. Um, and no, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'd love it. I'd love to see, yeah. you know, some of those characters in this. Especially part of me would love the continuity of seeing Giancarlo as Moff Gideon in his prime before the fall of the empire, but a character from aftermath books, I would love to see here who had a similar job. He was a compliance officer that would do similar torture sessions like this is Sinjia Rath Velas. He Mm. would be a fast, he would, if, if he was ever to appear on a show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) This would, (laughs) this would be a show for him to, uh, before his defection, this would be a show 
to see that on. I think that would be interesting. But anyway, um, moving forward, Cyril Karn of the week. Yes. Wow. Not only Can does I? he get. Oh, I have so much to say. He, I know. He gets another <laughs> screamed at by his mom. He's getting yep. a promotion. But not only is he an outrageous piece of shit, he's <laughs> a stalker. Yeah. He's yeah, a no, stalker. He's terrible. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. stalking full on. Stalking. Yeah. Dedra Miro and not, oh, I, I don't, th- and not, no, oh, he still wants a piece of the ISB action. I think he just wants a piece of her. It's, I don't well, think he wants, or, or both. It's, well, Matt, what's, this your, is what's guy... your take on this? Because, because. <laughs> You're still a, a Cyril Karn truther, and I don't get it. I, I am a true, yeah, Cyril Karn truther. No, I mean, this is a guy that obviously has a problem, I don't know, connecting with people, making friends, you know? And oh, like, oh he, he has no friends, yeah. Right, like, he, he's, he, he, he's so fixated on, the, on, on what he wants to be and, and um, Cassian that he, like, meets this, this woman from the Empire who he thinks is, like, speaking her language but is not. You know, like he, he, he just, he's like, oh, like she talked to me. I'm in love. Like, like he thinks he's in love with her. Like he's getting this false, uh, I don't know. No, it's sense of that. Yeah. They're, that they're the same, that they believe in the same thing. He's incredibly toxic. He's, he's toxic. He's like, the, he's possibly yeah. one of the most toxic, the, the, the poster child of toxic masculinity yeah. in Star Toxicity, Wars. Toxicity. Yeah. If he was not on this show. He'd be on the message boards and Twitter ranting about this show. Yeah, and making he is you, not making YouTube it. videos yeah. about how awful <laughs> Star Wars is and how awful Kathleen Kennedy is and and Captain Marvel and all that. He is, <laughs> is that, that what's guy. in his wait? Is that what's what's in his secret box that his mother that was is, going through? That's like, what's what in his box? In the I found box. your box, Cyril. Yeah, I found your sixty minute diatribe on YouTube. You yeah. secretly <laughs> love Brie Larson, Cyril. Why don't you tell everyone? <laughs> Slap. Oh man, but yeah, he's. <laughs> I, I can you think of a bigger? <sighs> and I know I, I. And don't get me wrong, I think he's fascinating. The, yeah. the way that this character just won't stop. Yeah, and they keep going with him to a place now. In this episode, it's like, wow, did I not think this show was going to tackle this? This kind of slime ball, toxic entitlement of somebody this far down the food chain. He is gonna. Either he's going to kill her or she's going to kill him. I, you know, right. I don't know where this goes, honestly. I did not see this coming. I, I could see it going a number of ways. I could see her them falling in love. Maybe they'll no. like, you know, oh, I don't know. No, no, please. She's too smart. For <laughs> They're that. the new power couple. No, of no. The, of the Empire. I mean, she is evil, but she's, yeah. she she's, and I don't see her, her defecting either. I think she's. she's a true believer. Yeah, I could see Cyril killing himself for Deidre or something, like, you know. And then Deidre or, being like, good, kill yourself. I don't or know. killing her. Oh, that would be, that'd be nuts, you know. Cyril's mother kills her. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't touch my boy. You should have called him. I'm the only one who slaps him and gives him cereal. <laughs> um, no, if I was her and I had this, this scene, this encounter with him, I would have him killed immediately. Oh, you immediately. Know, you know she could Especially do Especially she's already, yeah, you know she can do it. She's the Empire. She can do that right away. In the ISB. It's like the worst, yeah. as Bix says, the worst of the worst. Why take the chance? What yeah. possible further use is this guy going to have? Just done. I, 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 Uncle done. Harlow. It's got to be something related to Uncle Harlow. Something. There's uh, something. Uncle Harlow. Where's Uncle do think, Harlow? Do you think we're going to see Uncle Harlow? I feel like he's going to be the focus of like the next 
three episodes or the final episodes. Because also, I mean, <laughs> not I, only we're going to see him, we're going to get an arc. He's, no, we're going to get an arc because, come on, they keep dropping his name this entire series. Also, uh, the guy that saw the name drops uh, in last week's episode and the the Kruger, Krieger. Oh, not Kruger yeah. from Seinfeld, but whatever his name to, is. To, no, no, Mr. Kruger. No, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Kruger. Kruger, yeah. And, and the and there's, there's two rebels that saw put on blast and both get mentioned this week. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of name dropping that I think, like, why wouldn't they? Uh, I don't know. I, I, we got to meet Uncle Harlow. We got to meet, you well, know, maybe rebels. not. I mean, I like that they keep dropping so many planet names that we've never heard of before. It just makes mm-hmm. the galaxy feel bigger. It's not like. Oh, it's it's you know Felucia and Megiddo, and also probably over on Scarif, you know. And we've heard some of those, <laughs> but they always mix it up. This one, there are a lot of new ones that we've never heard of before. Oh yeah, yeah. And so if they just keep listing off these other rebels that we've never heard the story of, it just kind of makes it all feel bigger at the same time. Listen, I, I've I- already pre-ordered uh, the Uncle Harlow Black <laughs> series figure. Okay, so if you had to choose, I've got Cyril, the order from Cyril Garner, yeah. Uncle Harlow. You want the whole family, don't you? I want the whole family. Yeah, you want Edie. Garn. I want a little. I want the kitchen set that I can, you know, put them all at the table every morning. That that <laughs> the mother How never gets to leave. From yeah. the Max Rebo band to this, <laughs> to Karn family you know, breakfast. I. L- like choosing the underdogs in okay. Star Wars. You okay, know? you have to <laughs> underdogs. He's a stalker. <laughs> so I'm okay. still holding out hope. What that he's not a stalker? <laughs> that, 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 yeah, I don't know that he's a good guy. He, absolutely yeah, no. Too late. He's not yeah. a good, good yeah. guys. Aren't? Yeah. <laughs> Is that uh, not what you're supposed to do? N- oh man, <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Anyway, Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin and Bush. Um, I'm just gonna close my eyes and think of you real hard and maybe you'll pop up to save me from this Um, nope still not here sorry so you have to have dinner matt romano you either have to have dinner at mon mothma's or breakfast at the carnes what who are you choosing dinner at mon you're guaranteed to make it out alive both places let me think about this for a second, because at Mon Mothas, they were eating out of little eggs. I don't know if you noticed, because I'm always looking at the food. Oh, I know. But in, in this episode, they had like little, like, I don't know, they had cracked open eggs and they were eating out of the eggs. Four eggs. Looks delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, um, there it is. There it is. <laughs> and then over, and then over at Cyril's, you got that. Obviously the cereal is good. He, he needs to put cereal. more protein in his breakfasts. He needs to be, I mean, I, from the looks of him, he should have a steak or something like a little protein. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, who knows what's in that cereal? It's probably just, yeah, yeah, just straight drugs. But I, I would choose Mon Mothma's just for the variety alone. You know, they got the squibs, they got the eggs. I'm they not got talking the, about the, uh, I'm know? talking about the company more than the meal. Oh, let's say the food was this. I should have known this. Oh, so it's Perrin or Cyril's mom? Really? I'd go Perrin. I bet Perrin can have a good time after a few drinks with him. Huh? I, I bet he's a good time. <laughs> you bet you bet he's a good time <laughs> well I, you know after a few drinks you know so you go out no, maybe he's like i, I don't even know his man cave he's like look i got a pool table and you're like hey, all right pool. i didn't I like say pool. you 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 can choose to i say you have to do this it's not you don't have to oh, find okay, the okay. good in this so, <laughs> 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 then i choose mon mothma why ask no, him more questions well no that yeah. she's gonna be there too yeah that's the thing oh, okay, you get good. to meet mon mothma yeah, yeah. Perfect. Or you get to meet your, I guess, your hero, Cyril Karn. No, um, I choose Mon Mothma. Come on. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's that, that's what you choose. That's what I figured. Yeah, there you go. Um, any, you. Anything that, that, <laughs> that you saw that, that you want to touch on in this episode that have just been too flat out f***ing stupid to mention, Matt Romano? 
<laughs> no, I think, you know, there's a lot in this episode. We touched on a lot of it. Um, one thing I, you know, I forgot to mention earlier is Deidre. Deidre's little assistant. I don't know. Starting to get a little weird vibe off of that guy. There's a moment in this episode yep. where she like walks in on him and is in the office and he's already kind of like a few steps ahead of her. Uh, yeah. And knowing how the Empire kind of eat themselves alive. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, I, if I were Deidre, I'd watch my back with well, that little well, assistant. Creep. She's sitting behind him in, in the big part of gas. Yeah, conference room, and at one point brings up. He's like, "Yup, that was in the torture session." She said this yep. at this moment. He was all too ready to jump up like that. Yep, and I think yeah, maybe Cyril will like shoot him in the back or something. Be like, "Hey, I was watching you. I just helped oh, you. I saved your yeah, life." Yeah, he's going to you know? be a problem. He's like, "But I he's not a problem anymore." Life. So you yeah. love me, right? Because that's how love works. And I was just going to say, and how on point were we with our uh, our crush references? Because he's a legit psycho stalker now. I love you, Nick, and you love me. You're sick. He's become yeah. Alicia Silverstone. He's become Alicia Silverstone. You've yeah. become Alicia Silverstone, Sarah. <laughs> You're so stupid. There's only one Alicia Silverstone. Maybe you'll avoid making Batman and Robin. As um, if. Oh, yeah. I'm, you are so totally bugging, Cyril. <laughs> Uncle Harlow would never have allowed you to do that movie. But... <laughs> All right, and and my last note, I'm just going to throw one more note in here for the end. No, no, good, give it to me, hit Um, me with it. Because the show is called Andor, and we should talk about Cassian every once in a while. Well, we talked to, we back, talked about him at the beginning, but yeah, let, let's. No, we talk did, a but I Cassian. think just to kind of bring it all home, I think it's amazing, like what Cassian, like like say they break out of this prison, right? Like Cassian yeah. has become like the hero of the galaxy. It's like he, he the, or the hero of the, the rebellion. I mean, between like getting things started with the heist, now he's going to have this big symbolic prison break. Like he is a catalyst for. You want to talk about the spark? That, that lights the fire, you know, Andor's really like lighting the flames. I think, yeah, that's, that's a really good point because he's mm. tied to the Aldani job, whether he wants yep. to be or not. People aren't exactly. going to care what his motives were or that he was a mercenary. We saw last week Forrest thinking it was a beautiful, beautiful piece of work. He's like, and yep. he's like, it wasn't me, it was you. He's like, no, it wasn't me, it was you. And it was like, I love that little exchange. Oh, Nobody's that whole taking thing credit with, yeah, for it. But Saw's yeah. like, no matter who it was, it was a beautiful piece of work. It was a hug city. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> and it was, so it's all of the rebel cells, even as extreme as Saw is, he's like, that was good right. stuff. So right. I love, so once people find out, and, and, and they just, they're thinking, oh, Partagaz is now thinking, oh, you can tie him to Aldani. He's like, now that's interesting. We're not just talking about yeah. two dead corpos yeah. on the street anymore. We're not talking right, about right, one right. dead rat in the back of a dumpster. You yeah. know, we, we're talking like if you can tie him to the Aldani job, that's major. Much and bigger trophy for them. Yeah, yeah. the b- bigger trophy for Partagaz because he'll be able to yep. say, look, Colonel Yularen, look what I yeah. did with no help from exactly. anyone. I'm Anton yep. Lesser. Um, so that's a good point though. Cassian, once he gets out of this, he's going to be a figure and he's going to be a, a name and someone, whether he wants it or not, he's going to be someone for people to rally behind, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I I don't know if his, his face is necessarily going to be on t-shirts or something, but something's going to happen. I'd put his face on a t-shirt. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll talk about t-shirts a little more later in the episode, but I think, yeah, aside from, 
in terms of this show, because nobody, yeah, nobody's listening. They haven't yet. I'm assuming they have not yet heard Ezra Bridger's fire across the galaxy message. So nobody's right. listening. We might not hear that in this show, but it's when are people going to start in this show, start listening? How is this show going to depict it? I think it's going to be more similar to the reckoning that they set up uh, with mm-hmm. the banging and the bings and the bongs. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all yeah that I think stuff. that's that's where the where this is going. Absolutely. Ferrix, we're going to start where we began. Yeah, you know. it's just, but it's going to be that Ferrix, yep. you know, everywhere, yep. everywhere, yeah. every house, yeah, right, right. every system, everywhere, Cyril, <laughs> they're beating on metal everywhere. Um, <laughs> favorite character in this episode, Matt Romano. Oh, Andy Serkis. Yeah. There's a line, the beautiful yep. line. Yeah, Let's hear it one Kino. more time. Never more than 12. Yep. Kino oh. Loy, Andy Serkis, I am right there with you. Thank you for yep. not saying Cyril Karn. Oh, <laughs> oh and Cyril Karn. No, uh, always Cyril Karn. Yeah. Monster Truck Cyril Karn. <laughs> and with that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Return of the Pot, a podcast about Star okay. Wars. May the Force be with you. And as always, many boats. We're back, and that's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Over on Instagram, a hello to Bobby Gonzalez, who really likes Klieg Lars. Loves him. Yeah. Uh, specifically the Klieg Lars of this show. Um, and so. <laughs> okay, not, not as, the actual. As Klieg would Star say to you, sir. Oh, he just lost. He'd say more, but he lost his leg. Um, he's also a fan <laughs> of the Red Blades and Horse Show. Oh, good. I'm so glad people love the horse show. I mean, come on. It was a good addition. I, I, yeah. It was a good addition. Not, yeah. not, not, no notes. Um, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah. Hello to, on Twitter, a hello to Keith Mark Hector, who wrote to me just today. He said, good day, master. I said, that formality is not necessary, sir, but you're very nice anyway. <laughs> they say, it occurred to me while watching Tales of the Jedi and also Andor, there's a significant Blade Runner atmosphere in these episodes. What do you think? Hashtag many boats. And I wanted to mention mm. this to you, Matt Romano, because I know that both okay. you and I are big Blade Runner guys. We, oh, yeah, we yeah, like our Blade yeah. Runner a lot. I didn't get it so much yeah. from Tales of the Jedi, but I definitely get it from Andor. Um, oh, yeah. Especially Morlana. The, in the, in the oh, first yeah. episode, but we've been on—it's been on a streak with some Blade Runner. There was the uh, the Neoni planet on Obi Wan um, mm-hmm. in the second episode of that. That was very Blade Runner. It's interesting that any cyberpunk thing immediately—I immediately equate with Blade Runner, even though it was not the beginning of cyberpunk. It really made it mainstream, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. And, and like, and you also didn't even mention the music. I mean, it's got that oh, cyberpunky yes, like, that is meow, an meow, you know, that's yeah, like, it's that's very, right it's there. Very that's it for me. Vangelis. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, in case anybody wants, soundtrack is out. Uh, oh, good. Episodes one through four. So the first okay. seri- set of things from Nicholas Patel that's out. There's one song that I was lo- watching a featurette with him. There's one song that plays in the club on Morlana at the very beginning that you hear a different riff on, on the radio or something on Ferrix. And then you hear a different cover of it on Neomos, the Miami beach planet. So it's like, this hit has gotten across the galaxy. (laughs) Oh, I love that. How brilliant is he that for doing that? Um, That is brilliant. That makes me so happy. The full uh, blessed Kevin Kiner back for tales of the Jedi. Um, that soundtrack is out too, just in case anybody wants. Oh, that. Okay. Did you get much of a Blade Runner feel from Tales of the Jedi, Matt? I, I, uh, other than General Coruscant, I didn't. 
Yeah, honestly, no, I, I didn't. I don't know. There was so much to look at and be beholden by that. I don't know. I didn't. I missed that. I will say, and or episode three. Remember the shot where Luthen and Cassian are on the speeder and they're speeding across. You see the big squared farms, um, mm-hmm. and they're speeding over all of them. That reminded of the me of the opening shots of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. When yeah, he's yeah, driving over, you I see also all love. of the yeah. snail farms and everything. It re- yeah. instantly reminded me of that. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. And I know we're both big fans of that one too. Of oh, everything yeah. Blade Runner. Um, yep. But you had a couple messages, Mac. Let me let me uh, throw it to you. Yeah, Brian. Not too much in the mailbag this week, uh, and uh, we're saving the voicemails f- uh, for another time. Uh, but just want to give a shout out to uh, to folks that left us messages on Instagram because we get a lot of messages through Facebook, Ooh. Instagram. Um, which is always great. And I'm sorry we're, we're catching up replying to everybody. But uh, Matt Burke, our good friend, uh, Robert Indio Strebin, who is always sending us the memes, Jennifer Voorhees, uh, Josh Mallon, Kevin Gage. Um, you know, thank you so much for the messages. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the show. Lots of funny commentary on the Yaddle, Luthen's Pawn Shop. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. everybody, everybody has lots, <laughs> lots to say. Yeah. A l- everyone is in on that show. Everyone wants yeah, to watch, that, yeah, that, yeah. watch Pawn Luthans or whatever we're calling it. I mean, why wouldn't you want to? I mean, it sounds like it's a genius idea. Yeah, you know? it's, it's we brilliant. got that through voicemail. It's brilliant. brilliant. It's, I mean, he's a star. <laughs> he's like Clink. He's a star. Look, Come Clink's on. a star. He's a Clink. Yeah. Look, we know this. We know this. We know this. We know this. But, but before we close yeah. out, Matt, you know, spring yeah. has sprung. It has. Actually, no, we'll save that for when we do this exact same show in the spring. Fall the, has fallen. The, the holidays are upon us. It is there officially, you go. Okay. we never wait. You don't even wait for Halloween anymore, but the holidays are here. <laughs> Cyril Karn sucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Rockettes mm-hmm. starring Cyril Karn, and he's just going to, you know, see, they're going to dance, and he's going to sit there and be a dick. Just a kick line of Cyril Carnes. That's yep. like my dream. That's the new Fever show dream. this this yeah. this week. The Cyril Carn Rockets. Um, okay, no, not really. Um, but anyway, it's the holiday season. Thanksgiving is coming, and that um, is. Life Day is coming after that. There's gonna be stuff, and you know, there's why not get a jump on your shopping? Is what I say. Oh, where, where not, would you go to do that? Get a, there's there's, there's that? all kinds of people to, to buy for. You yourself, you have so many gifts to buy, don't you? Because you have your kids so and you have your wife who you love and you have family yep. and, and, and yep. so many. I mean, how do you have the time to go to all the stores? I, I mean, I don't. I mean, that's why I no, need to hear what you're you need wh- one where location. I should go. And I myself, you know, like, even believe it or not, listeners, it's like there are people Save to me, buy Brian for. Save there, there are yeah. things and, you know, there and, and you know, <laughs> but I'm just thinking – you know why the holidays only come once a year? So why not spend them at returnofthepod.store? Wow, what a genius, genius thought, right? what an idea. I mean, you right. could buy everything for your entire family in one quick, sweet-smelling trip to our site. <laughs> but Brian, yeah. but Brian, well, I, I believe their inventory hasn't been updated in about, like, a year. Oh, doesn't <laughs> matter. Did you like our stupid in-jokes a year ago? You'll still like them now. Do you, if you want the name of the show or many boats, well, you can get, you know, that, that cousin that you really like who you're not attracted to because you're not Shandrillin? Buy them a Return of the Pod sticker, <laughs> even whether they're a Star Wars fan or not. <laughs> I am going to make this promise right now. For the holiday season, mm-hmm. coming soon. Coming soon. New products 
and a discount code. Oh, Matt Actually, Romano. I don't know if I can confirm that. Maybe just new products. Maybe Matt a discount Romano, code. Are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Maybe a mug. Maybe we'll finally make the mug. You know Maybe what? Maybe a it's... discount riddle there will be. <laughs> um, a, a, a mug that isn't lackluster? Uh, exactly. And maybe a mug that says, like, uh, you read this in Yaddle's voice or something. You know, we'll find something that's... Uh... With a thankful Cyril <laughs> Khan. Um, wow. Well, this is exciting. So this should yeah, be yeah. even more reason to to yeah. go to the store, bookmark it, see if there's anything you like right now, and then bookmark it and go back. Because, I mean, exactly. there are mugs. There are hot thermoses. There are... Whoopee cushions. There are pins. Yep. Joy buzzers. Not, you know that old joke? That. Yep. None of that there's, stuff. Yep. No, no whoopee cushions. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is there, Matt? I mean, there's there's sweatshirts. There's T-shirts. There's glasses. Mailboxes. Uh, there's mugs. Mailboxes. Cake in the mailboxes. Listen, all kinds of stuff. Check it out at returnofthepod.net. All, pay, all expense paid trip to the old west. <laughs> yeah. That's not a sure, thing. but but there's That's a return of the pod dot store. You can get onesies. There's stuff for babies, right? Yeah, they got stuff for babies, all sizes, all kids. And then when you buy uh, some merchandise, like many have done this week, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, always you take a picture it. of it. You put you you put it online. You just yeah. tag us. And let me tell yeah. you, babies though, Matt love this podcast. Yeah, they they're loving yep. they're loving Andor. A lot of them under one years old, and they come up to me and they tell me we're loving Andor. It's finally yep. some some really hard hitting stuff. We're we yep. love Andor, we love Return of the Pod, and we love these onesies. All kinds That's of right. babies coming to me. Oh, and, and none of them even won yet. They're coming up to me on the street all the time, and then they kick me and run away. And yeah. I don't yeah, even they, yeah, mind. Yeah. I'm just happy to ha- yeah. happy to have heard it. They come to you and they're like, "My child's first word was." Or whatever yeah, Zoo does, and someone you know. else is like, "That's interesting." <laughs> my child's first word was "leg," and I'm like, "Well, my child's first word was blades." Um, uh, there you go. Yeah, so, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, kids yeah. love growing up with Return of the Pod, and well, we feel like, if from a certain point of view, we're growing up with them. Um, great plug, great yeah. plug for the store. Yeah, but but yeah, it's get get a jump on all of that holiday shopping. No, no physical yep. stores and no Amazon. I mean, nah. who wants that? Right? I mean, if you're if you're if you're ordering your presents late, you're gonna need it. I but, tell you, know, you but try C- not to. Cyril always yeah. shops at Amazon, and it just bothers me so much. So I, Edie Khan, would rather go to Return of the Pod dot store, and I don't care what Cyril wants. See, Edie Khan, she's she's great. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> She'll be sounding the spoiler cards in next week. Something tells me. coming soon. I was going to say. As always, go. a big thank you also, even though after that we don't deserve it. A big thank you to everyone who uh, continues to buy us coffee. Matt Romano, anything to add before we add the most fun, action-packed episode we've ever done? <laughs> no, I can't believe we are. We're coming to the end, right? We have eight, nine, ten. How many episodes left? 11, got, 12, well, 13, close. 14. Um, no, yeah, it's, we got a few um, more. 10, 11, 12, 3. Three. Yeah, three more. Three, three more. more. So I'm very excited to see the, like this arc and next week and see how they bring this all home for the first season. Very excited. Yeah, and that's going to be it for Star Wars this year, but well, it won't be the end of us. We'll, we're going to do we're going to be doing yeah. some other stuff this year. Yeah, we'll do something. We'll do something. And that that probably yeah. means nothing. But, you know, at the very yeah. least, you know, Matt's updating the store. So 
<laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Ba-da-pa-pa-pop. Okay. With that, we're going to start the prison reckoning, but join us next week where we'll continue to cover Andor. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and TikTok at Return of the Pod. You can visit our website at returnofthepod.net where you can leave voicemails. Visit returnofthepod.store. I think I've run that into the ground where you can buy all kinds of merchandising. <laughs> merchandising. 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 And you can also find us directly. Matt Romano, you can be found on the hellscape known as... Ah, the hellscape known as Twitter, at at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. And I can be found on Twitter and Instagram, at Brian Silliman, that's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts, we love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snook them if you got them, take it, Shivy, and remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. Many boats... And be the spark. Spark.